Perez. Walter makes a run ahead of it. Burkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Burkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Hello, <laughs> and welcome to a Burkett Wonderland and Arsenal podcast. I am trying to be as positive as possible, considering what we've just watched. And we spoke about it last week, about how difficult it is to uh, kind of put your emotions aside and then do a podcast on the very thing that you kind of want to forget and just move on with the rest of your life with. But we're here anyway. <laughs> so, Danny, welcome back. What a game. <laughs> Danny and I, me, my dinner today was two chicken breasts and two um, large Tesco's finest pork loins. That's it. So I'm all roided up, ready to go. I saw um, towards sort of like half an hour left of the game that you were doing your online shopping. How did that go? <laughs> <laughs> I might have to go. And did do you get it everything at, on the list for everyone? Uh, I might have to go and do it at uh, uh, Sainz. Uh, who is it? Who does uh, uh, Morrison's does Amazon because they have the the, the potato. Jack they do. They do Amazon life. Prime. It's I've, I've done it once. I've done no twice. I've done it twice. It's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, I don't think we're going to be able to fool anybody and just uh, talk about shopping and other such things. Do you not think? Do you not think? I was hoping that we could maybe stretch <laughs> out, not talk about the intricacies it. of the shopping list. <laughs> well, no, I guess we'll no, talk about the game then um, no, that we played uh, just up the uh, just up the M6, uh, Manchester, uh, the city of Manchester. I was there a couple of days ago, actually. Um, for oh. acting reasons, oh. but uh, the weather was nice that day. Um, but did you see the picture or the video of the Arsenal players walking? Because obviously, you see the players they walk around before the game. Did you see that video of them walking around? What do you think they're saying to each other? You know, oh, we're well, just about money. to, yeah, <laughs> we're just about to play uh, oh, Manchester shit. City, who've, who've managed to sign the, the, the you know, the T1000, as, as Danny likes to call him, which I think fits really well and and towards the end of the game as well we took his head uh hairband out and just no, had it just free flowing i was like he doesn't give a shit anymore it's just just, just it um, but yeah i guess we'll talk about the game that we just played against manchester city in the city of manchester um 4-1 um a game that i thought we were going to show some cojones to uh spoken like troy Deeney. But yeah, what a frustrating game. Uh, I think a lot of people knew deep down this was probably going to be the result. But we were trying to be sort of positive regardless and optimistic. It's been a fantastic season, regardless of the outcome, regardless if that we don't, you know, obviously, I think it's pretty much done and dusted now. I don't see City losing points. They've got a few tough games towards the end of the season. Their last three games are pretty tricky. Um, but I, we, we know that they're probably going to do it. But However, all I care about, Dick, who's top of the league? We are. We're, We're still top, top of the, the league. league. We're still <laughs> top of the league. Like, um, you know, City are still um, in the... They've got an FA Cup final still to play. Uh, they've got two games against Real Madrid, uh, arguably another one of the best teams in Europe at the moment, um, with a possibility of pushing through to a Champions League final to go on and do the big treble, 
Um, so it's not like they're just us where we're focusing on Premier League games. However, you'd think it would be the other way around, considering the uh, the results as of late. But um, 4-1 was the result nonetheless. We'll go through it all. We'll discuss it. I say we go through it all and we'll discuss it. We'll go through up to about 53 minutes and then I just gave up making notes. Danny was doing online shopping and I just ended up just getting lost on YouTube watching absolute garbage um, and then jumping back to make a note that holding put the ball in the back of the net. Um, but we'll talk about that and the players that intricately created that opportunity, I feel, should have potentially started the match, never mind being brought on when they did. But, you know, hey-ho. We can't be too down, can we? Because, you know, Man City lose all their games they've got left and we're champions. No one else can catch us. Very, right. very true. Very true. Very true. Listen, it's. I know it's over. I know it's over. But let's 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 just let's just have a let's just try and move on as as positively as possible. We, you know, we've got Champions League football coming back to the club. The summer's probably going to be the best summer that we've ever seen in a transfer window. Holy shit, we're going to go hard. And next season, I know it's next season and it's not this season, but next season is going to be fucking unreal. Unreal. Anyway, anyway, do you want to say hello to some people, Danny, before we go into the lineup and tactics and injuries and malarkey? Yeah, yeah let's let's do that. Um, there's me and you. There's Jimmy H uh, and lots of numbers. Big Pap, uh, Fat Gaming. Uh, I used to play that a lot. Uh, Stan the Man. Uh, we we kind of figured this out. I'm in Vancouver. Show. Good turnout, apparently. Um, looking like he was having a good time. I hope in the pub was fun, regardless of what? the football. Michael in Sweden is there. David is there. Divian, I haven't seen you in a while. I think he's in uh, it, wherever Divian is, he's warm. That's all we need to know. Avon is there. Boy is always there. The Womble is there. And uh, that's it so far. There's, there's, uh, there's probably some more of you watching somewhere. There was about 60 of you watching on Twitter, but you've all buggered off. There's only 17 now. So if you are watching on Twitter, you can't really interact with us. So hello and thanks for watching. We'll see you in about three minutes when you'll get bored and leave. So, yeah. Carry on. Um, right. I guess what we'll do is we'll go straight into uh, the lineup. We'll look at the team. Um, Xhaka back in the side, as we said last week, he got a little bit of a a little bit of a, a cold, so he had a he had a game out and uh, he was back in today, but not that it made any difference. Um, still no Saliba. I think it's pretty much confirmed now that he's he's done now for the season with his lower back injury. They're even having conversations about it being a disc, which is like, what the fuck? Ooh, what bad. the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? Um, it annoys me as well because he got injured in a very pointless Europa League game. <laughs> that's the bit that annoys me the most. Years ago. That, that's the bit that annoys me the most. Really, really annoys me the most. I, uh, right, it, okay. Do you think it would have been any different if he wouldn't have been out for these games? I don't think Stupid it would have question. been as bad. Yeah, that's, that's more like it. Still I'm not saying grown. that we would have we would have just become inv- amazing. We might have still lost the City game tonight with Saliba playing. However, I don't think we would have dropped points in the previous games for this one to really have kicked us as badly as it had has done. Mm. That's all I'm saying. All right. Yeah. Um, so I, m- I made some notes at the start of the game. Said Jacka back in. Still no Saliba. Same back four. Little bit skeptical about that. I did make some posts um, the last few days on my Twitter. Um, with a selection of a team that I wanted to uh, to see, uh, very similar to how City play, and I think it would have been really, really good. Um, but Trossard not on the pitch. I made a note at the very start of the game that Trossard wasn't on the pitch. 
I felt like he should have started in front of Gabriel Jesus. Obviously, in hindsight, that would be agreed. But I made a note at the very beginning of the game. And I, I even mentioned it last week, actually, on the podcast, that I really wanted to see Trossard involved. Um, I thought Gabriel Jesus has been really crap now for two games in a, on a bounce. Um, Walker for City started as well. Pep doesn't really rate him um, tactically, doesn't fit. But they obviously changed how they play. Because a lot of people go, see, oh, Oh, no, we shouldn't be playing our city play. We shouldn't change it uh, because it, we should stick to what we, we you know, what's, what's not broke, don't fix it. That's the, that's exactly the lineup that I wanted. Yes, that, that's the, there we go. That's the lineup that I wanted, okay? I thought that would have been pretty solid. Zinchenko potentially for Xhaka or something like that, but I felt like that was fantastic. Get Man City play a very similar tactic um, with obviously Diaz and Stones pushing in uh, to sort of do that midfield thing. Um, but they didn't play that today. They they brought Walker back in and, uh, you know, they played a, a sort of more of a conventional team against Arsenal to kind of match them pair for pair. And it worked like a charm. So a lot of people saying, oh, no, we shouldn't change it. I don't like that, Deke. You shouldn't change it. Blah, blah, blah. You shouldn't play like C. Listen, at the end of the day, we should we needed to go all out. We didn't. We played like a fucking bunch of fairies on the pitch, to be honest with you. I thought we played really timidly. Didn't like it. I felt like we should have just gone gone for it. I don't know about you, but that's how I felt. But there we go. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, that's apart from Jacob being back in the back in the team, Saliba's you know pretty much gone. Trossard not getting the star. What did you make of the lineup then, Danny? How did you feel about it? Um, I think I'd have gone. I'd have done what Arteta did. I'd have gone and done exactly what we've done all season. Because if he'd have changed the formation and gone three at the back, that that was a more attacking side you put there. And it kind of mirrors at times the Man City side. But he'd have got slaughtered. Why don't you leave it as it was? We've been top of the league for six months because you're playing the 4-3-3 or variations of that. You've done it. You shouldn't have done that. So just stick to what everybody knows. But then you you see that with Martinelli and Saka, whenever they got the ball, they had Diaz and Akanji and Gundogan on them on one side and Stones, Walker and De Bruyne on them the other side. And then you think, well, that would be a good time for Jesus to uh, to go forward. And one thing I noticed in the whole game, we'll probably talk about it a little bit more later, but they had one forward, Haaland. We had one forward, Jesus. You look at the heat maps of those two, Haaland was permanently in our last third, last third of the pitch. And Jesus was everywhere. Most, uh, Quite a lot of the game, you look at it, and Erdegaard would be our furthest forward player, while Jesus would be out on the right, out on the left, dropping deep, doing that. No, this is why Haaland is so good. This is why the likes of Henri and Shearer and, 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 and Kane and all these other people are so good. You're a striker. You stay up front. Now, I know he's got the ability to play wherever he wants, but I don't want a jack of all trades. I want a master of one. I want someone who is going to be dedicated to going, I'm going to be playing off the two centre-backs the entire time. Don't ask me to track back, defend, go and get the ball, go deep and get it. I don't want to see any of that lot. We used to see that from Sanchez. And although Sanchez had the ability to sprint forward and score magnificent goals, Jesus doesn't have that. And it, it's annoying. You can see now why Man City let him go. And it may be even to another extent why he sees Zinchenko go. Because they are... That's, they, Man City have done what we need to do this summer. They've got rid of other players. They got rid of Jesus and Zinchenko. And they upgraded massively with Haaland and, and, and a couple of... Well, actually, they didn't use the Leeds, right, didn't it? And, and a couple of others. That's what we need to do. Not get rid of Jesus and Zinchenko. But there are players in that team that, that, is, that their time is up. And I think Party could be one of them. He has had three, four shit games in a row now. And he was a liability. He could have been sent off. He was falling over all the time. And you look at that. I said before the game started, let's have a look at the ratings. Haaland got a 9-8. 
De Bruyne got a 9-7. The highest of the rest of the Man City team was Stones of a 7-4. That, that's what you do when you've got two of the world's greatest players. Our highest rating was Ramsdale, 6-7, holding 6-8. And the rest of them were all fives and sixes. Our worst player was Gabriel, who, who had an absolute nightmare again. But you're playing the greatest team in the world. You're probably playing, I don't think I'd be out of order to say maybe the greatest Premier League team of all time. You've got to be in there in the conversation for it. What are you going to do? No one's, I mean, Liverpool were magnificent for three seasons and even Liverpool still could only win one title. And that was due to COVID. That's not even a proper title. So I think we did well. And nice to see Big Bob score a goal. But we are on the way up. Man City are at the peak. They're at the peak with a cherry on top. We're on the way up. And next season we'll build on this. But it's just disappointing that errors led to the goals. But yeah, that's, that's all I've got to say. Those are gonna that. those are gonna happen. You know, um somebody said to Arteta in a press conference the other day um about the howling errors against Southampton. And Arteta said, Listen, this isn't the first time that errors have uh, crept into our game so far this season. The only reason that you're talking about them is because these errors have led on to goals uh, scored by the opposition. We've made errors this season. We've just been smart and lucky enough and smart enough to get out of those errors and those situations. And they're not always going to uh, work out and um, figure themselves out. So, uh, you know, it, it, it just is It just is what it is. But you're right, Danny. We are on the way up. Um, Man City, listen, at the start of, at the, start of uh, the season... Nobody, nobody thought about us, you know, challenging for the title, being when we are like we are and, and going toe to toe with Man City. You know, even Arteta said that he's, you know, uh, early on his five stage plan. He's, you know, he's it's crazy how um, efficient and quick we've been so far this season with with turning things around and, to, and becoming an absolute force to be reckoned with. And as I said, going toe to toe with Manchester City with the spending power that they've got. And the players in there um, at their disposal with the manager that they've got as well. Um, it's been a fantastic season. I've enjoyed it. This has been one of the best seasons that I've uh, seen uh, as a football fan, never mind as an Arsenal fan, um, in, in years. Uh, so I'm just, I, I'm just happy to um, see that this is the, uh, you know, the only way is up. We're only going to get better. The summer's going to be fantastic. We're going to challenge next season. No doubt. No doubt. You know, I said that, um, you know, was it like a month ago? I remember people were saying, you know, would you would you rather have Saliba back and 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 potentially win the title this season, or not risk him and then have him for the next few years? And we all comfortably said that we would rather the latter, so we could have a Saliba for years to come, as opposed to potentially ruining his career by pushing him back too early and then risking it for a title that we may not win in the first place. So it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, should we just jump straight into the game then, Danny, and talk about the first goal, I guess, from Kevin De Bruyne? Because it was within six minutes anyway. Well, we've got a habit of letting goals in quite early on, didn't we? I think we did quite well to last that long. Mm, I, I agree. I agree. Um, Kevin De Bruyne, uh, has, he's, it's, for him, in the Premier League anyway, he scores more goals against Arsenal than he does any other Premier League club. Yeah, the last so, time I saw yeah. Arsenal play live was back in 2019. Start of 2019, I've not seen him in years. Uh, obviously, COVID's not going to help. COVID's not going to help. It was a game against City, which I think they won 2-0. And yeah. Kevin De Bruyne just absolutely wrecked Arsenal that night. 
It was incredible to watch him live off the ball, off camera. It was incredible. The guy loves playing against Arsenal. Um, That's because we but, play football. That's why. That's why yeah. he doesn't like to play against Stoke and, and other teams like that because they don't play yeah. football. Sure. Sure, I agree with you there. Holding, um, sort of getting drawn into Haaland. Haaland uh, flicking it on uh, to Kevin De Bruyne who hits the ball quite early and quite far out. Ramsdale wrong-footed and then just, you know, he's slightly to the right and then he has to f- quite quite heavily have to dive to his left and doesn't make it um, and makes it 1-0 after six minutes. Um, I also felt like the empty had was quite loud this evening. Um, <laughs> the loudest I've... Why is it when we play... When we play Liverpool, Liverpool are all of a sudden they've all found their voices, and then we play City, and then they've all found their voices. They've been silent all season. Side. They're playing just, one of the big boys. Yeah, I, I, it's crazy. Did Every you see, single. Do you see at the end of the game they focused in on a Man City fan sitting there, half and half scarf on? I thought there you go. He probably applauded all five goals. That sums up Man City. Scumbag. Absolutely. I wish I'd screen grabbed it. Yeah, it's laughable. But they turn it on when it's when the when the big boys come to town and they love it and they do well because we play good football. And if we shut up shop and play boring uh, defensive football, they they wouldn't like playing against us. And we might scrape the occasional draw, but I'd rather go out there and play the Arsenal style of football and and uh, put a challenge up against most other teams than than not do that. Yeah. No, it was it was a difficult moment. Um really frustrating for it to be uh, for it to come as early as it did. Um, but as I said, we were kind of all expecting it. 10 minutes, still not in the game. And uh, yeah, just not really getting anything going. I it was It's just frustrating because I know Gabriel had a bad game and Party's been bad. I think Party didn't have a bad game today. I thought he was getting, uh, I thought he, he he ended badly, but I thought he started very well. Angry, wasn't he? he was getting frustrated, but I think Party started very well. Um, you've got that challenge in the box where Party manages to get his foot in front of Party, stops uh, the shot from Haaland. Uh, you know, some people are thinking, "Oh shit, is that a penalty?" But no, it was a foul on Party. So I felt like he started the game strong, but and just started to fade away. I think the, I think the game and the atmosphere and everything got to him. You know, God forbid, I've never played as a professional football player in in a stadium like that, in an opposing football stadium like that. I've never been there. I've, I, I don't know what the experience would be like. That's I think that's quite a lot of pressure. You don't even need to necessarily support the football cl- uh, football team that you play for at that point. But I still feel like you know it's it's a very heated, very dramatic, over the top, loud, aggressive place to play uh, is in a football stadium when you've got so, you know tens of thousands of fans literally just wanting to just boo and whistle at you constantly. I think it's quite you know overwhelming sometimes I, you know I don't know I, th- I, I felt like we handled the situation poorly overall but it's going to be a difficult situation overall so it is what it is I guess it is it is tough it is especially for Arteta when he's modelled himself on doing what Pep does and you, you're never going to go there and do it I mean we've lost including this one we've now lost 16 of the last 17 games we played against City uh, and if people are new to football I want to share something with you this is Not before this. Man City had their money this is the Man City. If you're at home and on the bus, Man City were relegated in 2000, 2001. 97, 98, they were relegated. 95, 96, they were relegated. 86, 87, 82, 83, 62, 63, 49, 50, 37, 38, 25, 26, 08, 09, and 01, 02. Arsenal have been relegated once. And that's that's just all the times that Man City... I mean, they were relegated out of the Premier League twice. 
that's what Man City are without the money. They're dog shit. I remember when Wilfred Boney signed for Man City from Swansea many moons ago. Showing my age here. Um, great, great player, Wilfred Boney. Great player. Really good hold-up play. Um, but I remember his um, his uh, sort of initiation interview. They were like, you've signed for City. How do you feel? And he's like, yeah, I'm so happy to be here. I've been following the club since I was a little boy. What, in Division 1? Hmm. No, you That's fucking great. haven't. What a load of crap. What a and load us, of codswallop that you were following. striker got them, um, Paul Dickov, wasn't it? Scored a goal in the dying minutes of the third tier playoff back in the day. And that's how they got promoted against Shrewsbury or, or, or Mansfield or someone like that. And if it wasn't for an ex-Arsenal striker scoring that goal, Man City would never have made it back to the championship. And it's just been money all the way through. But they're going to look at Chelsea. They did exactly the same thing. They bought all their titles. Now look at them. They are eight points, eight points behind tenth place. They're eleventh at the moment. Get... They technically, they could, they technically, they could yes. get relegated. Technically, yeah, what... it's a technic- it could actually happen. Obviously, it might not. The, mo- the most likely not- is, is not going to happen, but it, it potentially could happen. Uh, Ron Ree, one of our um, regular viewers, he messaged me on Twitter and, and did a tweet and said uh, his son has told him that mathematically Chelsea can still go down. I thought, hello, back where they belong as well. They're a yeah, really yeah, it could, it, it could still happen. Uh, Danny, can I can I just say I'm quite surprised with the viewership that we've got this evening, considering the game uh, that we've just played. So I just want to say thanks to everybody. Um, you know, it's difficult to uh, to do a podcast after a game like this in a situation with all the circumstances involved, but it's just as difficult to continue living that, uh, reliving this game as well, so shortly after the game has yeah. happened. So credit to all of you for jumping in the pod, uh, jumping in in any capacity, whether you're on Twitch, Twitter, uh, YouTube or whatever. So well played. Say, Thank you so much for, for jumping in. You're all awesome, by the way. Thank you so I much. I want to say hello to the people watching us on Twitch because they don't get enough credit. You've got Alice Dreyer, Alien Gathering, Commander Root, which may be a bot, uh, Drap Snat, Isabai, uh, Katar, Lurks, Skengman94, Spin, who's always there, and our favourite stream elements. Michael was there, but I think uh, I think Michael's, uh, it's, uh, what time is it there in Sweden? It's half past 11 at night, so he's probably had enough and gone to bed. So uh, thanks to everybody watching on Twitch. You, you lot should all go on YouTube and go and watch us on Twitch. Double dip, make us look good. If, uh, considering, I think, what is it, 99.9% of all the people on Twitch have less than one viewer <laughs> and to actually have six at the same time. That's, yeah, that's pretty it's, decent. It's pretty decent. It's pretty decent indeed. So, But yeah, anyway, I was just saying thanks to uh, everyone for being here and, and being involved in the podcast. It's quite easy. We said this last week and we said this the week before and the week before that. It's very easy to get caught up in the emotions of it all and just fucking lose your shit. Mm-hmm. but it's 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 i think it's uh i think it's better overall for us to try and grab the positives and and the situations and look at them uh sort of as a separate issue and then move forward um we've got as i said we've got the most amazing summer coming up i'm so fucking excited about the summer and the push for next season i can't fucking wait um but anyway so we'll go back to the game we'll go back to some uh, some moments here does anybody remember the moment where Harlan fell over like a little girl? I know he's got long hair, but he, he fell over like a, 23 minutes here, falling over a little like a little girl, um, having a bit of an issue. 
uh, a rustle, ruffle and a tumble in the uh, just outside the penalty box. Very embarrassing. Yes. Very embarrassing indeed. Uh, 24 minutes it took before Arsenal started to really get the ball and work it around in Man City's half. So that was quite nice to see. And then Ben White, 25th minute here, saves the game, uh, stopping Kevin De Bruyne. Um, I said, let's use this and get back in. How how naive I was. How naive. But I was still optimistic at this point. It was only 1-0. Uh, but yeah, Ben White keeping us in the game. And then I wrote here, Party's having a great game. Ramsdale turning, uh, you know, just having this, the, the game of his life. I thought Ramsdale really um, showed the reasons why Arteta wanted his man, um, that being Ramsdale. Um, obviously, he had the error last week. But today he had a fantastic display. Fantastic display today. Yeah, um, I mean, it was like moaning in the last the last game that he, he was rubbish. But that is just shows, and this bloke's only ever going to get better. Yes, exactly. This is, this is it. This he's an incredible goalkeeper. Um, him and Haaland was just bang, bang, bang at it constantly, and and Ramsdale was winning like ninety nine point nine percent of the duels with with Haaland. It was very unfortunate for the goal to go go in late on, but I, Ramsdale was having such a great game, really showing his stuff. Um, I'm very impressed with Ramsdale that he was keeping us in the game. Ben White was doing the business as well. Um, and then me questioning why Gabriel Jesus is, you know, why he started. Um, completely confused by this. There was also moments as well. I don't know if you noticed, but Pep Guardiola having a conversation with Edison and the, and the commentators potentially saying, you know, he wants him to be uh, quicker on the ball. He wants to, you know, wants City to, to be quicker with the ball. But I feel like City have added a facet to their bow this season with being able to slow the game down and be comfortable in the possession, but also sit deep and defend well as a unit. They've added that to their game this season and it's kind of transformed them even more so, which says a lot about the fact that we, us and City, are very much at the top of the table right now and leaving the rest of the league behind. We're very much setting the trend this season with the you know the two best managers in the league. Um, but yeah, City just looks so comfortable on the ball and out of the ball as well. I thought they closed us down really quick, uh, very deep as well. Uh, as you said, Danny, we're playing the best team in the world right now. We're playing and and, and potentially even the, one of the best teams that have ever graced the Premier League. Um, you know, if they go on and do the treble this season, it's 100% going to be uh, a question that needs to be asked at the end of the season. Are they the best team that's ever graced the Premier League? I, you know, these questions are going to be asked. And Arsenal went toe-to-toe with them for fucking all the way towards the end of the season. These things need to be remembered. Um, there's never been a team... Uh, that have been as young as we are that have gone to win the league. It's never happened. Um, so we would have been a trend breaker. So it is. We it would is have cool. indeed. Uh, Crimson Pirate was gifted a a, a a Twitch sub to spin 3313. That's the sixth time you've done that. And then they've gone off after and said they're going to go and give us some love on YouTube. You know, they hate YouTube, which is, uh, there you go, Spin has said that. Uh, I, even though I hate YouTube, <laughs> I'll be right back. Very kind of you there, Mr. Spin or Mrs. Spin, or you might not even be human. You might be an alien, which is uh, which is what what I always like to assume with people. It's easier that way. I like it. I like it. But I'm just I'm I'm buzzing the fact that there's just so many people um here uh sort of embracing this moment altogether. Um I feel like secretly we all know deep down that this was going to happen. This was going to be the result, but we're trying to be positive regardless because it's only going to, you know, Arsenal's future looks brighter than ever. Um, so we'll try and keep hold of those moments. Um, I've got 31 minutes here. Harlan shot Ramsdale again, 
keeping Arsenal in the game. 34th minute party with an effort. I thought that was, when it laid off to him perfect, I was like, Party's going to do that thing again where he does that thing and it goes into the back of the net and the thing. And it just, it doesn't even lift off the... It's almost the kind of um, copy of what their goal was, but he uh, yeah. a little bit too far to the right, which is a which is a shame. It would have been nice for him to score a goal, and I think that could have made a big difference in the game because that's all we needed. Because like we saw later on in the game, once we scored, we played better football. But they needed just a little bit of belief, didn't they? That's it. That's it. That's it. Thirty um, fifth minute, another Haaland shot. I feel like this is all my notes. It's just Haaland shot. <laughs> I've lost count how many times I wrote Haaland shot. Um, if I'm honest with you, I felt like Ramsdale had that corner, had that uh, that save, regardless if it was going to go in. It went slightly wide, but I think Ramsdale had it covered. Um, but once again, Gabriel having to cover holding because holding drops too deep. So there's, I'm going to give a little shout out here. Uh, there is a uh, Arsenal YouTuber called The Different Knock, TDK. I tweeted about it a few days ago. He did a brilliant video and a breakdown. He's a very good. He's very good with a- um, analytics. And, and statistics, he's brilliant with it. So if you love all that shit, go and check him out on YouTube. The different not tell her, tell him uh, that uh, ABW sent us um, sent you. Uh, but another, he talked. That, oh, you breathed there, and I thought I'd sneak in while you were breathing. Oh, go on, go on, yeah, sneak in, <laughs> get slide right in. Cyan versus uses Amazon Prime sub. Everybody, if you've got an Amazon account, you get it for free. You get one per month, and I think we get one shiny pounds. This means that's one less pound that Jeff Bezos can spend trying to blow things up in the sky and uh, and on, on, on ladies and booze and yachts. So there you go. Cheers, Sai. That's the eighth month. I've got, that's got to be that's, – no, it's not longer than me. I don't even know where my one is. I'm going to go and check, actually. It might be I chucked my Prime sub on as well, but it didn't pop up for some reason. I don't know. Uh, I think you have to tell it to do it. Oh, I, I think I forgot. I don't know. Uh, but I chucked the Prime on it as well. Why not? Why not? I don't use it. I don't do anything with it. Um, but yeah, thanks to thanks for everyone. Thanks for all the love. Thanks for all the prime subs and everything like that, guys. That's freaking awesome. Um, and these are all coming after the game that we've just had. It is what it is. But anyway, as I was just saying, um, check out the uh, the different knock TDK on YouTube. Does brilliant breakdown videos on analytics and everything in between. And he covers the holding situation, the fact that we're really struggling because holding drops too deep. It doesn't kind of keep the line and, and stuff like that. So check it out. It's interesting. My my next note here is stream died again. The streaming services this evening have were absolutely shocking. And I think they probably have something to do with the fact that there was so many people, including neutrals, that were watching the game and just completely destroying all of the streaming services. So I don't know how anybody else felt about these I, situations. I had to go and sort just for a half time. I went and watched South African TV. It was still oh, Premier well. League stream, but yeah, I've given up watching BT. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Um, 40 minutes, Ramsdale man of the match incoming. So if I'm not talking about Haaland and shots... I'm talking about man of the matches for Ramsdale. Um, 45th minute. Here is this, this. This is my funniest note. Offside keeps us in the game with stones. Oh, Ben White's foot keeping it, making it 2-0. Good time. Yeah, we've got a picture for that. Um, I, 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 I put a goal, and then I put offside, which I deleted later. Great free kick. Far post, stones headed it in, which I can't spell headed. Uh, ruled as offside and then VAR, VAR said God, but it's a little bit weird how we, the commentators are going zooming in on Stone's face going he doesn't know that it's been given yet he doesn't know he doesn't know and then Jack is down the bottom of the screen and then I thought whose face do I look at do I look at Stone's or do I look at Jack's I tried to look at both and saw neither so uh, yeah <laughs> uh, how comes it wasn't immediate for the people in the stadium like all the referee but you had it on the telly bullshit anyway well let's have a look at the picture you did you did that. I've got a few screens yeah the picture it, it... There was a few moments here. 
uh, you know, the Haaland handball later on that doesn't really get talked about. But yeah, this was given for offside. Now, I know if you zoom in, Ben White's foot is stretched out, but I am well within the belief that Stones' shoulder, because it goes from the shoulder, not the hand, Stones' shoulder... <laughs> this fucking angle drives... What the fuck am I looking at right now? Uh, that's, that's just Stones' smacking. shoulder is 100% further uh, uh, in front of White's boot. But because they do it from this fucking... I, just, I don't there get you, that's this. That's the best one to see it. Yeah, that's the best one. I, I'm just completely... I just, I just don't have any words. I don't have any words. But they have to do it. They don't. They from in the replays when they're going through the VAR system because you watch it live where they're like you know moving the cameras around, they're replaying it, replaying it, drawing the lines. They only ever looked at it from that one that one camera view. They never looked at it from this. This was from the um, initial moments of the game. They never really. They didn't look at it at the VAR. Um, so I I don't know. Um, I, it's, let, let's, let's be honest guys I know people will be like well if it's offside it's offside at the end of the day it's not the first time that VAR and the refereeing system in this country has fucked us right up the arse when it comes to I'm situations sure. like this I'm not sure if they mugged us off but it wasn't the pictures we saw wasn't clear so he couldn't definitively go yes or no like one of the ones they did they they showed the VAR and this one you can't I said someone said how can they show VAR line when you can't see the person kicking the ball <laughs> well, that's a great point. That's a brilliant point. Someone on Twitter, not me. I don't have that kind of logic. Oh, whoever tweeted that, you're a smart individual, a yes. lot smarter than the referees that do yeah. the VAR system, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, um, a real, if I'm honest with you, I wrote just here, I just wrote game set and match after that. Uh, I feel like if that, I'll tell you what, if that goal doesn't go in, Danny, hmm. chat as well, that goal doesn't go in, do you feel like the second half is a different game? Um, it's so or close. do you think it was inevitable and we're still going to lose in the manner that we did? Well, no, nothing's inevitable when, when it's only 1-0 down. As we saw, we didn't expect us to score in the second half. Betty's come along to say hello. Nice skanky. She's got kidney problems. She'll be dead soon. Going to go in the bin. Put you in the <laughs> bin. Lovely. Silly cow. We're just going to sit on everything. Um, I gave her all my pork rind fat. That was nice of me. Uh, yeah, nothing's definite though, is it? I mean, to go in at one nil down, that's fine. But the worst time to concede a goal is just before half time or just after half time, which they managed to do virtually both of those things, didn't I? And then once they, the second one went in, you think that's that's a kick in the balls that you're not going to recover from. And then in the second half, well, I'll let you tell the boys and girls what happened. Second half. Um, my opening note, this will be a tough 45 minutes. I was completely, I was, I was completely, yeah, I was completely dejected by the, uh, by this point. Um, well, I forgot to mention as well, Diaz had a moment on white, um, a foul, a little bit of a kick out on white. There's the picture. Um, so white's gone in there, you know, when, you know, when a player falls down and they hold onto the ball, they're all over the ball and it's between their legs. White's, you know, he's kicking about a little bit. I won't be. I won't shy away from it. He's kicking about a bit, but but White's going off, walking away from him at this point with the ball, and Diaz kicks out at the back of his leg there. Um, VAR looked here and said that it's not a red card offence. It's right in front of the official. He's um, looking at it, thinking, oh, that's literally, <laughs> literally looking at it, um, and yeah, not given as a red card for me. It, I, you know, I, I'm sure there's days when that could go down as a red card. So I'm a little bit frustrated with that. 
I'm not asking for that to be the moment where the game changes for us, but it need the game needs to be fairly refereed. It's it fucking blows my mind. Anyway, we've second got, half. We've got some go quotes. Oh, go on. Oh, hit us with the quotes, please. Rudy has been on, on holiday somewhere and hasn't done them for the last few games. So, uh, cheers, Rudy. Arteta, quote, The players suffered tonight. We played against an exceptional team. The quality of performance was very far from one team to the other. Uh, the next one is tonight is very difficult after the way we lost, but we have to stand up and look at the bigger picture and the fact that we are competing toe to toe with this team. It's incredible to be fair. And we want to compete. We are not going to give up. It's five games to go. Oh, and, and then um, I think the stone goal gave us the rest. It should have been, it, it should it not should have not stand have though. But it was really took. I think that might have been Rudy putting that. Oh, here we go. Here's another one from Rudy. Oh, okay. Um, from Arteta, quote, the better team won the game. They were probably at their best, especially in the first half. The gap becomes too big when they are an exceptional team. So there you go. Yes. Hello, Canada. Yes. Pretty much confirming what we all had in our minds anyway, if I'm honest with you. We all kind of felt the same. It's interesting to hear from, obviously, Arteta's uh, mouth, but... It is. It, it, we all, we all kind of confirm that. Um, Gabriel Jesus and Martinelli swapping positions, uh, but once again, Gabriel Jesus, uh, Gabriel Jesus is, has been shocking again. Um, what do you make of it, Danny? With Gabriel Jesus, the fact that he just he touched the ball fourteen times in the first half, dropping deep as well, and still only got the ball fourteen times. It's like watching Theo Walcott, isn't it? Touching the ball fourteen times. Uh, I'm just looking at the overall touches for the entire game from my forward line. Saka 35. Oh, I'd be interested to hear how many he got in the second half then. Saka 35, Jesus 28, Martinelli 11 for the whole game. Fuck. Nelson Nelson got 10 and he only played the last 10 minutes. Uh, Xhaka 25, which is unacceptable for someone who should be intercepting the ball. Party 56, Erdegaard 32. You'd ex- expect 32 in the first half hour. And then you can tell the game because Inchenko, 66, Gabriel, 67, Holding, 89, Ben White, 59, and Ramsdale, 40. Your goalkeeper touching the ball 40 times. That's a bit dodgy. And, and look at the, some of the stats from there. One, Rodri, 72, playing in the party position. Diaz playing it out of defence, 84. And then De Bruyne, only 45. Haaland, 35. And most of those were 10 out of 10 passes. Even Grealish, only 39. But it's a uh, uh, pass success rate. We both had set 85%. Tackles 10-10. Corners, we beat them 3-1. I think we should get a medal for that. Shots, there was eight shots for us, 14 for them. We had two on target. They had nine on target, which uh, that sums up the game, doesn't it? It does. It does. Uh, Crimson Pirate made a really good point. Reese was great when he came on. Um, we'll come up to that. Uh, but, yeah, no, I really liked uh, Reese Nelson. He had that moment pretty much in the last moments of the game where he kind of went through about two or three players just with some brilliant pieces of trickery. Um, but 52 minutes here, Harlan shot, Ramsdale for man of the match. I feel like I've just copied and pasted with actual handwriting because I constantly write the same shit. Um, 53 minutes, Harlan to Kevin De Bruyne, 3 no, that's it, embarrassing. Erdegaard, poor pass, intercepted and then played through and and, uh, and Kevin De Bruyne doing the business to make it 3-0. Uh, at this particular point, ladies and gentlemen, you'd be surprised to know that I stopped making notes. So my overall understanding of the game after that particular point is very limited. 
I did write, however, there was a Haaland handball where he kind of leant down and, and used his top of his arm. I think it's where the sleeve maybe is it where can anybody confirm this with me? Is it where the sleeve cuts off? So if it touches bare skin, it basically means that it's handball. <laughs> Who knows? Or is it? And even if that is handball, they'll just change it or deny it or, or is it the other way. So <laughs> does does handball now mean that you have to touch it with your hand? Or does it mean if it hits off your arm? Because he lent his arm in, even though it's down by his side, he lent his arm in and it hit off his arm. So I, I don't know anymore. If somebody could explain it, that would be great. 58 minutes, Trossard on Jorginho coming on. Um, I feel like Jorginho had a fairly decent little cameo there towards the end. Trossard had a couple of moments. But uh, um, I think let's all talk about the uh, the biggest moment of the game. Emil Smith-Rowe is alive. Emil oh, Smith-Rowe is alive. We need, that's nice. We need to do the put the lights on. We found him! We found him! I've only come on and, and spank, a, spank a few in. I but, can't, uh, yeah. I, I, it, I mean, that is a slap in the face, though, isn't it? You're, you're three, one, you're three nil down, and then he goes, "Gone on, you get some, do your best." You're so like, I gave him a before. I gave him minutes. He didn't do minutes. anything. What are you moaning about, boy? Shut up! I've given you time. Sure, it's just because you don't make the most of it, son. It's not my fault. Yeah, you're oh. um, yeah. Well, you know, um, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, got, I literally got no notes apart from the fact that I felt like Nelson had a really fantastic little cameo. Um, I, I feel like a lot of people, uh, noticed what Nelson offered and it was Trossard and Nelson that combined beautifully for Rob holding to Big score the only goal in the game on the 85th minute. So Mr. Holdini. Wonderful. Best player. People moaned at him. He had, he had a fantastic. He's probably one of our best players. He had, he had Harland in his pocket all night. <laughs> well, kind of. And uh, great I can't to believe see. it. Lovely. I'm very happy for him. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm happy for him as well. Um, but it was Nelson and Trossard that created the opportunity. It's just frustrating because we spoke about it last week after the Southampton game that we saw yeah. very little from Gabriel Jesus. We really yeah. wanted to see Arteta to make a positive change, potentially bring in Trossard. Nelson needs more game time because he's showing glimpses and moments in those very few minutes that he gets offered that he's got something to show and something to prove. He wants that contract. He's going to play his fucking socks off. We need players like this in, in situations like this. I feel like the Martinelli call may, maybe should have made been made earlier. You need to be confident in the decisions you make. Um, and, and bold in those decisions. If you need to make that change at halftime, make that change at halftime. Don't feel like, oh, I'm worried about the mentality of the player. You need to make the decisions based on the team, not just one individual person. So I'm a bit frustrated about that. I'm not, you know, not overall with the game per se, but I'm frustrated at decisions that are not made. If a decision is made, let's say Trossard starts the game and Nelson gets early minutes and it still goes this way. I'm not going to be as frustrated because I'm feeling like, okay, we've, we've, we've made some changes in areas where we feel like we needed to make the change and it's not made the difference. That doesn't matter. We still try to do something a little bit different. Insanity is this, is the situation where you do the same shit and you expect different results. That's the definition yeah. of insanity. And that's what we've done a lot of times this season where we've kept on with a player, even though they've not been, you know, been performing very well, we've still proceeded to use them. 
Gabriel Jesus being the prime example here. Didn't play very well at, at Southampton. Really poor performance from him. Should be dominating against the team that are rock bottom of the league. Doesn't do the business. And then he gets the gift of starting up against Man City. It's probably got something to do with the fact that he's an ex-City player. Arteta's thinking, oh, he's going to know the players, what they're going to do, how they're going to do it. Trossard, what the fuck is the guy supposed to do to keep getting minutes? It's, cr- it's crazy. It's crazy he's to me. cold from a team he doesn't know and he's coming and he's done brilliantly and he's saved us. Fucking cr- And we're not rewarding him for this. Mm, I'm confused. This, well, there's a bit weird. Uh, Rudy's got a good stat. 38 go- goals conceded after 33 Premier League games. Only three teams have won a 20-team Premier League title, conceding more than that in the whole season. Man United, 12-13, ship 43. 99-2000-45 and 96-97 they let in 44. Attack wins games, defences win titles. That's what they always say, Rudy. That's what they but always say, say. But saying that, we've now scored 78 Premier League goals and it is our third highest ever Premier League total number of goals. And uh, we might even get close the to point, three breaking record. But that means we can score goals. All we've got to do is uh, sort out the defence. I mean, the fact that we've conceded, what, 11 goals in four games? I really... And we've conceded... And we'd, before that, we'd conceded 27 in Saliba. 29. Goal a game. Saliba. Saliba. I've got no more words other than Saliba. I feel like I don't. And as I said at the start of the podcast, I'm, I'm not expecting the game, to, uh, this, you know, the, uh, the, the, the recent run of games to be uh, mildly any different. But I feel like we wouldn't have lost uh, or thrown away points or thrown away goals if we still had Saliba in the lineup. That's all I'm saying. Mm. That's all I'm fucking saying. True, and then the uh, I I literally my my note here is that's it for me. Harland again. Foden comes on, gives uh, flicks it on, and Harland buries it past Ramsdale uh, for for Harland's only goal of the game. He gets two assists for Kevin De Bruyne. It's like they swapped over. It's fucking I don't know what that's all about. Um, but uh, overall, um, losing four one to Manchester City um, at, in a game that was so heated. Uh, that it was it was tough to watch. I'm going to be optimistic for the future. I've just been had a look. I made a mistake. The highest we, we've scored, the fifth highest. We were we were the most is 87 in the season after the Invincibles. 85 the season before the Invincibles. 2009-10 we scored 83 goals. And what's that about? Finished third. And then it was 79 for the the, uh, the, t- the 2002 winning side, and then it's this current side. So we have got um, five games left to go, and all we've got to do is score nine goals, and then we we'll equal the record. I think we can do that, especially when we're playing Chelsea at the weekend. Do you know That's what? Right. Let's look at the stuff. let's. I wanted to. I was looking at this earlier. I want to look at the fixtures. So we, our remaining games are. Uh, Chelsea at home, Newcastle yeah. away, Brighton yeah. at home, Nottingham Forest at home, and then Wolves away. Uh, let's be honest, Chelsea are fucking Jesus Christ. I don't even know what to say. What they're what's going five on with their out of five. Yeah, I, 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 if we don't beat them, then what's the fucking point of this particular? <laughs> there we go. You've got it up on the screen. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, if we don't beat Chelsea, then I don't know what else to say. Newcastle are going to sit. And we need to we need to figure out a system and a way of breaking that down. Brighton are having a little bit of a little bit of a wobble at the moment. They lost three one tonight against Nottingham Forest. 
Um, so they're having a bit of a wobble at the moment. So their boy Matoma, who I would like to see at Arsenal next season, mm. uh, having a bit of a wobbler. So um, that's going to be, and it's at home. So the advantage is on our side here. We've got yeah. Nottingham Forest away. They're probably obviously going to be fighting for relegation, which is going to well, be tricky. But I feel like down by then. Probably true. Probably true. So I'm, I'm not worried about that. I hope so. I'm not worried about the Nottingham Forest game. Um, and then the final game of the season, Arsenal at home against Wolverhampton Wanderers. I don't. I think Wolves will probably be on the beach by then. I think those, they'll be comfortably those, out of relegation. All those touts that are selling those tickets for £20,000 a ticket. Oh, fucking but ridiculous. I'll give you 50 quid for those tickets now because if you bought them, oh, you'll yeah. be severely mugged off. Oh, yeah. shit. You're right. They have made a killing on that. Fucking Poor well. people. Yeah, that's free market for you. Um, so, yeah, you know, we should be winning the Chelsea game. Let's yeah. be honest. We should be winning the Chelsea game. They're poor at the moment. Newcastle are going to sit. So that's going to be probably the trickiest fixture. Um, at home against Brighton, we're having a bit of a wobbler. Hope They'll probably be most likely settle the shit by, by the time they play against us. But we're at home. Advantages on our side. Not in the forest, most likely are going to be relegated by the time we play them. So that's not going to be a real issue. And then we've got the final game of the season, Arsenal against Wolves, who are going to be on the beach. So overall, I feel like we can get What's that? 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 16 plus points. 16 plus points, guys? Are we feeling it? Uh, three, I'm thinking six, 16 plus. Nine, 12, out of 15, there's only five games there. Out of 15. Oh, I've counted the City one. That's why. Sorry, my ah. bad, guys. Uh, yeah, because the City one. So if you're what if you're listening to this, you're like, Dick's a fucking idiot. He can't fucking count. <laughs> uh, you're completely correct, but... But if you're watching five this, games, this, I think we can win them this all. Five apart. games, sorry, that's my apart, bad. So apart from Newcastle away, yeah, I feel that might that potentially could be a draw. It could be a draw. Yeah, um, maths is difficult. Thanks, Cruzman Pizer. You're completely correct. I didn't. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I didn't pass maths in my GCSEs. <laughs> but however, I, the, listen, right? It's not the Man City Arsenal game. Still is grayed out. Makes so it look like it's not been played yet. So fuck a lot of you. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> Let's can we pick, can we bring up City's fixtures? very quickly because there was we something certainly. that I wanted to look at I certainly can I think if I just go and click on City does that change the page I have to click up the top now don't I oh, I've got to shrink it down a little bit then I have to go there and okay whilst you're doing this I'll talk about the games that City have lost this season okay yeah. um, so the games that Manchester City have lost against this season have been Liverpool at Anfield 1-0 uh, which doesn't really help us here but I'll continue very quickly uh, Brentford, Brentford at home 2-1 uh, they drew one all with Everton they lost to United away from home I think I think oh they drew uh, one all with Nottingham Forest as well and I think they have it. got a lot of games 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 10 games to go yeah, and, so and, I mean, look at May. Uh, in May alone, they got the playing on the third, the sixth, the ninth, fourteenth, seventeenth, twenty-one, twenty-four, and twenty-eighth. They got, got eight games, games in May, and how many games, games? How many games have we got in May? I'm, I'm not going to bring it up. I'm going to open it in another window. In May, we have got to play five, and they've got to play eight. This is my point, guys. I'm not. I'm not. Listen. It's back on. I know you're probably like. <laughs> I know you're probably like Deke's fucking clutching so hard at straws. It's crazy. I just want to go over this very quickly. All right. So Man City have got Fulham. 
at Craven Cottage. Okay. Fulham aren't in a relegation, but they are in a potential push for potential European football. And you know how much they fucking love European football. I've got a Fulham friend who I love, Lee, at Walk and Talk. Great guy. But all he fucking talks about is that Fulham stretch where they got to the Europa League final and lost against, I can't remember who, but that's all he talks about. So they love a bit of European football. So they'll be well on it. They'll be well on it. West Ham. Yeah, exactly. I agree. West Ham. West Ham are in a relegation battle right now. They're going to be playing their fucking socks off. As are Leeds. As are Leeds. Europe as well to contend with. Agreed. But they're going to be, you know, prioritising the Premier League. Um, Leeds are in a relegation battle. They've got Real Madrid away from home at the Bernabeu. They've got Everton who are in a relegation battle at uh, fucking, what's Everton Stadium again? Fucking completely. Goodison. Goodison. That's the one. Thank you. Goodison. Goodison, who are going to sit. Agreed. They're going to sit. Then they've got Man City. They've got Real Madrid again. Then Man City have got Chelsea. Let's be honest, Man City will beat Chelsea because Chelsea is shit. Um, They've got Brighton. Away from home, that's always going to be a tough fixture. Then they've got Brentford. Brentford, the same team that masterclassed a 2-1 victory over them at the Etihad. They're now having to go to West London. Man City are going to have to go to Brentford and play them. So that's going to be an interesting fixture. Then they've got the FA Cup final to think about as well, which is against Manchester United, who are coming in quite strong towards the latter parts of the season. So some really tough games here, guys. Some a lot of opportunities and a very congested fixtures listing as well for City. They're gonna. Ha- I know they've got the squad, so they potentially they're gonna do it. But I'm just ho- listen. I know it's over, but technically, it's not over. Technically, we've listen. Got, yeah, I'm not being crazy. Ball. When you finish this, being, I've got handball stuff for you. Go on, carry on. I'm not being crazy. I'm not being crazy. But I'm just saying, when you break it down like that game by game and how I've explained it with the Brentford thing and the fact that Everton, they're playing, they're playing Fulham. Sorry, not Fulham. Uh, yeah, Fulham, but they're playing Everton and they're playing Leeds and West Ham teams that are potentially going to be relegated. Everton right now are in the, uh, are in uh, third from bottom in 17th, uh, sorry, in 18th spot. These teams are, these teams are going to be fighting for their fucking lives, mate. They're going to throw themselves across the ground to try and make sure that they don't get relegated because it means that they're, they're, they'll either get their wages deducted. Let's, let's say they don't support the club. They're going to get wage deduction or they're going to be transferred off potentially and earn less wages somewhere else. They want to stay in the Premier League where the money's big. The wages are fucking inflated. So they're going to play their socks off. So it's going to be an interesting... Uh, exactly, nothing's over. So let's, let's see what happens, guys. It's going to be very interesting run into the season. I love the fact that Man City are still in the Champions League and they're coming up against Real Madrid in the semi-final. So there's two legs, two legs of Real Madrid. I know everyone would be like, oh, but it would have been cool to see City and Real Madrid in the final. No, I want City for two games. I want City for two games having to play Real Madrid. Bring it on, I say. Lovely. Albert has been kind enough to um, give us a quote about handball. Um, I just took an antibiotic and I think then I can taste it. So I had a grape, red grapes. Not green grapes, some a monster. Uh, on handball, quote, the area of the arm that can commit a handball offence is from the bottom of the armpit and in the ring around from there. That is what we commonly refer to as the shirt sleeve because it's the area often outside where the shirt sleeve ends. 
does this mean the longer sleeves are a benefit? Possibly. Yeah, do what you want. You've got long sleeves. Such on. a fucking dumb... Holy shit, that's the dumbest fucking shit I've ever heard. It's, it's, it's right, though. It's right, though. So if you, if you play long sleeve all the time, who the fuck knows? No, doesn't. Baggy sleeves, bring it back. And then Albert bring, follows it up with, effectively, look for a handball if the positioning of the player's arm hand makes you think that they're taking a risk in their arm positioning and that they, oh, cheers, Betty, that they are making their body mass unnaturally bigger that's what they said during the game wasn't it and um, the body so, mass so what so what, so reading this it's a penalty i've got no idea after reading that i didn't have any idea before during or after i don't even bother it doesn't make it it, it could be if you're wearing a red shirt then it's a penalty and then you go well that shirt's more pink than red no it's more salmon then no it depends if you're color maroon, it's maroon. yeah it doesn't make any rules are there to be bent that's all you need to know and it's so unclear I want a, I want I want drones hovering around filming everything in 3D that they're going to recreate on the Starship Enterprise in the the holodeck and then that's when the only time we're going to know if any of it was offside or not or handball until then until Picard makes it so we're all fucked I think that if the referees don't understand their own terminologies then what the fuck chance do we have so let's just fucking move on shall we another quote from Rudy not from Rudy from Arteta quote we were beaten by the better team. They were exceptional today. And when that's the case, it's extremely difficult to reach that level. And we were nowhere near enough our level, especially in the first half. When you open that gap against them, you get punished. That's a courtesy of uh, BT Sports. Fuck them. I was going to say, if you have any questions, guys, make sure you put the letter Q and a little dash, and then your question. There's a couple of questions that have been stored, uh, which we'll answer at the end of the podcast. Uh, so if you have any more questions, uh, make sure you uh, you ask away with the, Q, the letter Q. And then the question it could be, it could be about this game. It could be about Arsenal in general. It could be about the games coming up. It could be about transfers. It could be about the summer. It could be about the fact that we're going to sign Caicedo from Brighton, and he's going to be brilliant. That's, that's what I want. That's what I want. Um, but yeah, um, overall, it is yeah, well, 4 1. Fuck it. Well, what we, what's chat saying? Fucking, I can't keep talking about it. Uh, I'm a little shit. bit behind because I was pressing buttons, but um, Nick Nick's pretending that he uh, doesn't understand why Arsenal fans are getting angry. Um, Michael says Atletico Madrid. Don't know what that's about. Um, yep. Nick says yep. the cup finals in June. That's odd. It's the 1st of June. What's, the, like what's the Leicester centre back? Um, Soon Chu. Sancho? Yeah, Madrid. He's, he's gone to Madrid. He's gone to mm. He's gone to Atleti. There we are. Ah, um, Orbino from Avon's put a thing from Orbino. Arsenal have not won a game since Trossard dropped out of the start in eleven. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's done. What did I say last <laughs> week? I'm fucking done. <laughs> I'm retiring. I'm retiring from giving my opinion on Arsenal Football Club, but clearly, because it clearly doesn't fucking matter. Uh, yeah, that doesn't, uh, you know, I'm even more annoyed now that I know that piece of information. Your stalker, Goon Documentary, says, what are the thoughts of bringing that back Wenger? I'd rather have to get relegated than Wenger back no. to the club. Let's not spoil what we had with him. Oh, got, badly, an- but got another new name, Kville. That also means more chances for City to grab points, more games, more points. Now, don't say that. We've Shut almost up. convinced ourselves that it was back on. Let oh, us live fine. in our delusion. 
a quote from Pep. the delusion. Pep says, quote, I don't underestimate for one second how good Arsenal are, but maybe we, Man City, were really good tonight. <laughs> yeah. See why he's a manager. In other words, we really good. Ateta is my best friend. <laughs> uh, Crimson Pirate says, colours are meaningless. Chat GPT. There you go. That's the, uh, that'll be the thing that wipes out the human race. Harland will be taken over by Chat GPT and we'll all be fucked. Um, oh, Craig Barlow's there. He says, hello. You are one hour late. So everyone's going to go. And how many of you are here? There's, there's 35 of you. And how many thumbs up has this nonsense had? We've had 28, 12. actually. Uh, 28 thumbs up. That's that's not too bad. I can't grumble at that. That's, That'd be. Mm, you're very polite, Danny. Fucking yeah. shocking. It should be 100, but. Uh, shocking. Sire says Arteta out, and Sire can say whatever he wants because he's given us a pound. Crimson Pirate. Oh, there we go. I saved that for later. Uh, Craig. Oh, Craig's got a question. We'll save for later. And good documentary is Give It to Giggsy to the End of the Season. Oh, I I just remembered who this is. is Shut up, Blake. It's my mate Blame. I just remembered who this is. What did he say before? He said something dumb before, didn't he? Hold on. What What are your thoughts on bringing back Wenger? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Blame, how are Watford doing? (laughs) Bloody hell. (laughs) Enough enough about that. Yes. yes. Uh, Guys, get your questions in. Uh, We'll answer them. Uh, We'll start answering if you want to do. We'll start answering questions, I guess. Oh, Nick is using um, his own emotes that he makes. If people like Nick, he plays shit Japanese games. Uh, go over to Twitch and look for Nick Fights and uh, go and give him a follow and watch him. He's entertaining and he's a nice bloke, but the games he plays are terrible. And I keep telling him, go and play Valheim. I'll come and join you and I'll fucking liven the thing up. We'll, have, we'll be knee-deep in complaints. Uh, if, you play Val- if you're playing some Valheim, hit me up as well. I'll play some Valheim with you. No problem. Have yeah, um, a bit of I Valheim, man. I was watching one because uh, I had someone come out to have a fix. A look at one of my hoists today, but they're fucking unorganised twats. And then I was watching. I had to wake up at about midday, and I put Twitch on. And someone had the very basic raft in Twitch or, or in in Valheim, and then he was building on top of it and made it huge, made it into a giant cock and balls. But he made it huge, put loads of planks on it and and uh, chests and all that lot. I thought, oh, but then again, my house, my base on that is concrete. Stone is fucking ginormous with a big motor around it. You can't get anywhere near me. I'm a monster. I'm a monster. For all the people that have no no clue as to what uh, Danny's talking about, Valheim is a game. Uh, it's on Steam. It's like a Viking um, RPG, action RPG, um, with really, really um, cool building mechanics. So you kind of you have to build up a base and then uh, kill um, five world bosses and build yourself up. Um, yeah, and I'm not going to go through it because... I am not going to go and play in the Mistlands. That looks. It's annoying. very. It's a very cool, quirky game with um with kind of like pixelated graphics, kind of like Minecraft, but not. Yeah? They're less pixely. Oh, I it liked is, it. it. I liked it. Is it. An absolute joy. Uh, Gary says only Arteta can find a starting position for seven assist player since joining the team. Hug. Oh, oh, only Arteta can't find a position. Barry Douglas says hard to stay positive after that, but it was inevitable. Start going to the dentist and go, well, that hurt. Well, you know it's going to hurt. That's why I don't go to the dentist. 
Well, I did, and they cancelled it. They said, oh, your next appointment is going to be in June. They now sent me a letter saying that two days later, I was now being moved to the end of August. I might as well just go and fucking pay for it. Rudy has a quote from Arteta. The fact we are competing toe-to-toe with this Man City team is incredible. We are not going to give up. We have to accept that we have lost to an exceptional team, and, and that's the level. And that is very, very true. Your stalker is saying it's nice to see the neighbours also crying over the fence. I was talking about London Coney. You know about Watford and London Coney, Arsenal's training ground? Li- there's literally a fence that separates them. And I, and I always make the joke because Saka played for Watford youth. So we kind of just went, oh, he looks good. <laughs> just lift him over the fence. I say that all the time. Well, cut a little mouse hole and he ran through it. He's so yes, small. Prim, yeah, that, that, that sounds probably more accurate. We've got lots of questions. Uh, Crimson's playing Day Z, not Day Z. Day Z, love I oh, I've got about a thousand hours in Daisy. I love Daisy. Um, another quote from Arteta. The way we were in the first 20 to 30 minutes, they were on top of us. We could not handle that situation. Oh. We could not complete well enough in every duel, and it has to start like that. Once we were not, once we were not, we lost it straight away. Um, Boy Ten says, honestly, the City team is probably the best footballing team I've ever seen. I don't think Prime Barca would beat them. Um, Rudy says they will find another monster in the Real Madrid. So they'll find their master in Real Madrid soon. Yeah, yeah that's what he'll be off on. We'll see. Um, well, let's go and do some questions. We've got nine of the bastards. Nine first one questions. First Unbelievable. From, it's uh, okay. from Avon, not Teddington, says, Where did you find more worrying? Ornstein saying Saliba might be out for the rest of the season or him saying no brave progress has been made on the contract? <laughs> As if things aren't bad enough tonight, Avon comes in there and kicks us in the balls as we're laying prostrate on the floor, gasping for breath, and he says, "Hey, I have this wallop. What do you think? I'm just trying to, sorry, I'm just dislodging the knife from my back from Avon's yeah. question. Um, no, uh, lots of people were talking about it, the fact that it was kind of like a two-pronged horn situation with the tweet that Ornstein, David Ornstein put out. Um, I think we kind of all knew that Saliba was going to be out for the season. Uh, when it was kind of creeping along and along and along the way that it has, I think we can kind of safely confirm that he's done for the season. When it comes to his contract, I'm still not worried. Um, I do, however, think that the contract situation does now weigh into the hands of Arsenal a little bit more than it did Saliba. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Um, Saliba had a lot of power. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I want to leave it to have whatever fucking contract he wants um, so he can stay at Arsenal. But I don't think it's going to be as cut and dry now because of this injury. Um, because this is this could potentially be an injury that's got long-term ramifications, something that could probably creep up again in a few years' time. Everybody knows back injuries are really tricky. So I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying it's it's not it's not definitely not going to be as cut and dry as it was initially was when Saliba was fit and running around and doing the business when it when it comes to Arsenal. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think things are going to be looked at at the summer, maybe the very beginning of summer um, when the windows open. I think those things are going to be addressed, including the Saliba contract. I'm not worried. I'm sure he's going to sign on uh, and everything's going to be hunky-dory because the summer's going to be fucking fun. <laughs> Your mate is, uh, has spent £9.99 of his favourite Hornet dollars and stuffed them, rolled it up, stuffed it right up your bum. He says, we knew Bellerin was bad for your art before you guys. Don't forget that. How dare you, sir? You've, you've, you've tickled us with one hand. 
and you've slapped us with the other. Bellingham was a hell of a player until he got injured. Just maybe until he got him. injured. Yeah, until he got injured, <laughs> and then he went. I'm going to be a vegan model involved in politics. And then I went, yeah. you fucking sigh. Slapped yeah. him right around the face. And then he was, a, he was a shell of a man after this moment. But thanks, anyway. uh, Blame, for the, uh, for the dono to ABW, man. That's fucking and, awesome. You and do. they so, didn't know that it would come up in black and yellow. Yes. yes. Beautiful. How Beautiful. The colours. Very nice. Very, very nice. I will like say, I will yeah. say, Blame, I... We got the. I was going to do the Arsenal winning the league barbecue on the twentieth of May. That's probably now going to be Arsenal <laughs> celebrating Saint Totteringham's Day barbecue <laughs> on the twentieth of May. Uh, I'm still going to use it as an excuse to have a few friends around and a few beers. Uh, so let's go with here's, that, shall we? Here's a question for you. I'm going to give you a question so we can leave Goon's donation up there a little bit longer. Yep. Do you think the pressure is now off the players? And they'll go on and play with gay abandon like they were before. I like it. I think there's a lot of pressure. Um, I th- somebody, I think it was Askblog that had this, or is it Guna? Guna, I can't remember. What's the other one that does the thing with him? I can't remember his name. The guy that does the thing with Askblog on Extra. Oh, anyway, like that's why I don't yeah. listen when he's on. The yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Um, but he he he, had, he 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 was listening to the London Marathon, and they were talking about the guy that leads the race on the London Marathon. It's more tiring to be in the at, in the front yes. and constantly looking back um, than it is to do the chasing. So I think you've got a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, truth in what you say. So I think the end of the season running is going to be a lot more fun with the way that it's gone and the way that it is now than it could have been if we did what we did. Let's just enjoy the season, guys. City have got a hell of a lot of games to play during the month of May. So let's just have some fun and watch the the chaos. See. And one thing they can't take away from the steak, no matter how much anyone tries, is this. That, boys and girls, mums and dads, cats and dogs, hedgehogs and hedgy pigs. For people at home on the bus taking the dog for a walk, down boy. That is the league position all season. We were second after one game, second after two games. We were first from game three to game 23. And then we were second. And then we were first all the way to now. So only three game weekends have we not been fucking first. And if anybody, any gooner can look at that and go, I'm, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. It's disgusting. Then you need to get in the fucking bin, your toilet. It annoys me because that first loss just brings me back to the Erdegaard on Ericsson foul where Martinelli's goal got disallowed and then the game ran away from us. And then one of those draws is the Brentford goal that they went, oh, we forgot to draw the line. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, we've, then still only, we've still only lost the same number of games this season as Man City, the possible champions. So there you go. Uh, we'll go back to some more questions. Dunn Avons. Uh, Phil Macker. Can we get back on track? No. A coping mechanism. I think. I think what Danny said with the fact that now the pressure's off us. I think there's. I think there's a good shout for the fact that we could get back on track. I'm not saying for the league. I'm just saying we could put some pressure on City. Yep. I think now the pressure is off. We are going to play and we're going to do well. A crimson pirate who gifted a sub earlier. Cheers, Governor. Question: Would you eat human meat if it was made in a lab? A is it human meat if it was made in a lab and not from a human? I would get it to self-identify as chicken and gobble it down. 
Is it weird? Is I always find it funny whenever I see like KFC left on the road and the pigeons are eating it, and I'm like, cannibal! You're a cannibal. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but my cats eat kebab. Same thing. No, but not I'm good. not going to eat anything from a lab. I'm not. I'm listen, all you globalists out there. I'm not eating bugs or no. fucking lab meat or that shit. I eat Tesco's Fuck finest. Yourself. That's the classic kind of shit I eat, and you're never going to stop me. Only from Tesco. <laughs> Unless I can get Sean to shoplift me some pork chops from Lidl. She's quit. She's quit Lidl. She told Lidl to go fuck themselves. Sexist cunts. Oh. Yeah. So uh, she's off to uh, teach English in Cambodia for three weeks. That's costing her 1,500 quid. And then she's going to go to Thailand for maybe a month. And then she's going to go to – this is completely irrelevant. People have switched off by now. And then she's going to go to Ibiza with um, E, whose name is Evie, then Eve, then Eve – and now eh, I've just shortened it to eh. Um, they're going to Ibiza. She'll be off her tits on drugs for two weeks, and then she comes back, and she goes to Turkey with her mum for 10 days. And at some point this year, they're going to go to Ireland and take my mum home to, to live with her sisters and go and sprinkle the ashes. So there you go. Meanwhile, I'll be sat here on my own, no one coming around to see me. Just going, I fucking hate Arsenal. They shuck. <laughs> <laughs> Could could well be. Next question, Craig Barlow. Arsenal have been in the title race this season. In the title race this season, only Liverpool and only Liverpool have beaten City in the last six seasons. So why are we getting carried away? Wait, what? No, Brentford beat City this season as well. No, I think it means to the title. Oh, oh, oh! Sorry, I thought you meant games. But yeah, you're right. Um. No, I don't think we were getting carried away. I think expectations change throughout the season. I think that's comfortable. That's I think that's normal. I think that's fine. Um, expectations at the start of the season was top four football. We need to get back into Champions League. So we start really putting an imprint on Arteta signings. Um, we've done a little bit of that um, this summer before the start of the season. But we need, I think, we need a couple more windows to kind of finalise everything for Arteta. So he's got exactly the sort of team he needs. Um, in support positions as well, not necessarily the first eleven. Um, so when it comes to when it comes to getting carried away, I don't think so. Um, but I really think it's uh, by that message there with how good Liverpool played the last few years and City still beat them. I know obviously Liverpool got that one title, but City got the others. Um, I and we went toe to toe with them this season. I think that's just a lot about where we are as a team, and we're only going to get better. So let's very, not get carried away. Let's enjoy ourselves. Very good indeed. Our very own Nick. I'm um, look. Oh, uh, there we go. Nick has put. Uh, no, I'm not happy. I want to be higher than first. I think that <laughs> that kind of sums up um, the too many Arsenal fans at the moment. I'm just going to go and do something a little bit special for a friend of mine who is in chat, and I'm going to go and I'm going to do this. Boom! Brazilian flag, and then I'm going to go up to this. Hendrix, friend of mine, Corinthians fan uh, in Brazil because he is Brazilian, recently came over to the UK and watched the Arsenal. Hendrix says, I'm going to celebrate the day Arteta gets sat right. I'm taking your flag down. Your flag Take the flag down. Get him <laughs> off the I'm, fucking screen. I'm that hiding is... your message, Hendrix. You, you've done me a dirty there. Oh, I'm not having any of that lot. Uh, God, I've forgotten where we're down to. Um, I can't do questions and highlight that. Right, Boy 10 says... Have we bottled the league when no one expected us to have a chance of winning it anyway? Exactly. I feel like that's a rhetorical question. This it, Exactly. Yeah. Right. Get rid of that question. Um, 
Albert, I think Albert's in either Austria or Germany is one of the two. He did tell me. Let me know and I might put your flag up. Don't get me wrong, he says. I love our captain, but Erdegaard has, has played a lot of risky passes lately, as we found out with the first goal or second goal, one of the two, which <coughs> second. intercepted. He would. He should or prefer third. the simple pass sometimes. How fast will he learn from it? I think they're all a little bit guilty of uh, misplaced uh, passes in the last few games, isn't it? He had a lot of moments where Odegaard played the ball in a, in a progressive way, but ended up getting intercepted. I I think it's more a little bit of 50-50 um, of Man City being an exceptional team with the likes of Rodri, who just fucking dominated that midfield. And, and the likes of Odegaard just... I think the whole team was struggling. Um, and people have to take it upon themselves. At least he had the courage to kind of make the progressive pass and try and create something out of nothing in a game where we were getting trodden on in every single position of the pitch. So when it comes to that, he could have made a, a backwards pass, but he didn't. He wanted to make a progressive pass. Didn't work out. The rest is history. So I'm not going to be too hard on the captain. Um, it was a tough game for everyone. And I say keep up the um, the, you know, progressive passing in the you know tough tough and difficult situations like that Crimson so there we go England and venture away which is exactly what she's done is will be doing um don't blame her boy 10 has got a question which of the following players are overrated take the Arsenal vision off party is he overrated I think that he still hasn't it's annoying because he wasn't an injury prone player when he was at Atleti but yeah. he's had a lot of injuries when he's so far he's been as an Arsenal player. So we we haven't really had him for a full season where we've seen the whole of party for a season. We've we, you know we're constantly getting bits and bobs out of him. I know that he's been struggling of late, but I think he's a great player. I don't think he's overrated, but we need to see a full season of him. That's for sure. Um, Xhaka uh, is the next name there. Xhaka is a guy that we wanted to get rid of at the start of the season. And I wouldn't necessarily say he's overrated. I think people. I think he's only just coming to middle ground. If anything. He's lost it tonight, though, didn't he? He went full. He did. He's lost it. He's, he's lost again. it a few times now. I think the situation and the heat and everything like that's getting to him. It's a bit weird though because he's won things with Borussia Mönchengladbach, which I'm currently doing a save with on FM. That's a, oh. that's fun. Um, it's pointless because Bayern Munich just keep winning. I'm like, why am I sitting here? It's just like constantly just battling for second and third. Anyway, I digress. So yeah, Jacker, I don't think he's overrated. Um, I think he's, you know, he's had a few wobbly moments, but overall, I think he's had a fairly decent season. Jesus is a tricky one. I wouldn't say he's overrated. Um, I think he's exactly where we want him to be. Um, we have high belief behind him. It, but it's always easy to have those mind, you know, those those ideas when he has wobblers like he's had recently. We've got to bear in mind as well that he's just come back from an injury, and well, not just come back. He's, you know, he's it's been a month or so, but he's had a quite, he had a quite a a, a, a tough World Cup. You know, found that difficult. Um, got the injury in the way that he did, and he's and I still don't think he's fully match fit. Um, we're seeing we're seeing that he's giving away opportunities to score goals left, right, and center, and it's getting it's getting a bit frustrating. So I don't know. I feel like he was rushed back a little bit earlier than I would have wanted because I don't feel like Trossard really put a foot wrong to lose his position in the side. So that's how I feel about that. Um, so I don't think Jesus is overrated either. Saka, no, not in a million years. 
I think Saka's the guy that uh, that's led us for the last two or three years. Um, he was fucking brilliant before he got rested for that game, which I've lost my shit about how many times now in the past few weeks. Um, so not in a million years do I think Saka's overrated. Erdegaard, what an incredible signing. Um, you know, getting paid 80 grand a week at 15, 16 year old when he was at Real Madrid and we managed to poach him for as little as we did. Uh, an incredible signing. Um, what a player. No way is he overrated. Martinelli, the guy we signed for 7 million from like the, the depths of the Brazilian league. What an incredible player he is. Uh, not in a million years would I say he's overrated. I didn't see what the last person's name was. Um, but uh, um, but no. Zinchenko. Zinchenko, I it's I think did you mention it, Danny, saying about that it kind of sheds light on why potentially why City let Zinchenko go. Um and he wasn't our first option. There's kind of questions kind of going around a little bit about it now. Um but overall I think if you weighed up the positives and the negatives of Zinchenko so far this season, I think his positives That's outweigh good. his negatives yeah. two, three times over. I think people as humans, we naturally gravitate towards negativity and we remember bad moments over good moments. Zinchenko has been phenomenal been for us so far. This, yeah. He's been phenomenal for us so far this season. He's revolutionized our attacking play in our final third from a, a left back position. What a player. Yes, he's a bit sketchy when it comes to defending, but those moments have really started to show themselves when we haven't had the main man. And that's my, that, well, I'm going to call him Mr. Stability, William Saliba. Fair enough. Um, and Barry says, uh, you're slowly becoming my favourite Arsenal channel. So many are negative and reactionary. Keep up the good work. Thank you very try. much, Barry. Very kind of you. And well, what else was I going to do? I was going to go and do uh, a little tickle on that. And then go here and oh no, I've, what have I done? There you go, I've got rid of the messages. That wasn't the right thing to do. Um, Albert says he moved from Germany to Austria. So there you go. And GFP in my name means German flower pot, which is actually my car. And it's actually the van now. That's the, they're both German, and that's the van's got the GFP plate on it now. So uh, there you go. Right, uh, comments and starred ones. Ah, oh, our very own Nick fights. Will Arsenal learn to improve from this season and push for the title next season or will the other clubs buy their way above us? Fuck, that's his one good question. Delete your account, never do another one. What do you reckon? Um, I, I've i got full confidence. So there's, there's kind of like a two-parter in this question. So the first part of the question, do you think we'll learn and improve? Yes. I think summer's going to be so much fucking fun. I'm really looking forward to. My favourite moments of Football Manager is doing the winter, summer transfers when I'm signing players and I'm building my new team and I'm excited for the season. Oh, and this God, is exactly, this it. is, do you hate it? I love it. It's oh, my favorite part. So, I want to buy you. I want to go back to the original football manager. Do you want to buy you? Yes or no? Instantly. I don't even want to bother with wages. Oh, I love no. all that. I love all no, that's no, my favorite part. All right. Fair enough. Long. Fair enough. It's not you for everyone. You have to bid for like 10 players because if the player you want says, no, maybe, 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 then no. I like it. I like, then all I the love others all you that. want are gone. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's like nothing's promised and it's all just like, can you work, can you work it out? Can you finagle it? Anyway, I think we'll push on. I think we'll, uh, we'll continue and we'll get better and better as the seasons go on. However, obviously a lot of people are worried about Newcastle, um, especially with the fact that they've done some great things so far this season. um, And they've not really splashed the cash yet. 
They've still got the reputation to build. It will be interesting to see if Newcastle get Champions League football because that will that will change things and maybe accelerate things quite substantially. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's just the Premier League, a lot of clubs in the Premier League have got money to splash. Not so, And FFP is going to be there. I know that's petty and crap because apparently City have got like 100 allegations of FFP over them at the moment and they're getting, re- you know, looked into as we speak. So obviously it's a pile of shite, but you can't just spend £300 million on a player or something like that. So they've still got to work within certain means. It's going to be interesting to see what happens, but I still think Arsenal can do enough to continue and keep pushing. I think I think the next few seasons are going to be some of the most exciting seasons of being an Arsenal football player, uh, Arsenal football fan or whatever. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Be positive. Uh, Crimson Pirate said, we could have a conversation about the championship manager for years. Look at that little beauty. Yes. I've got, yes, yes, uh, yes. I've got all the Rothmans football yearbooks from year number two up to about 10 years ago. You don't need it anymore. And all my, 20, my 2012 version is an Arsenal, spe- uh, Arsenal specific one. Ah, uh, I have got the, because I, I always buy them from Steam, then I go and buy these. I've got them on it, Steam, so yeah. yeah. I have got, um, uh, since the, I think I've gone and bought 20 and 21 since this. They're over in the corner. When I turn my head, I start to go dizzy, so and, and don't worry about that. I've, actually, I've got a wonderful picture that I can share with you. That is uh, my crowning achievement when it comes to, I'm going to look at this, and then uh, I want this one. And then, uh, I mean, we finished talking about the football, so I might as well waste your time with this and this one. Right, so this one is when I took uh, I took over as God Manchester. I did the, the multi-league patch. Oh, yeah, I you took showed over me this. As uh, manager of God Manchester and in, in Premier Division, which is Tier 10, and I got promoted all the way through the divisions to the Premier League. I didn't buy a single player. I did it with loans, youth-generated youth, youth generated players, and free transfers. All then one bloke took the entire journey with me. And then I took the Arsenal job and they sacked me. And so there you go, that shows you. And then I was doing so well at Manchester Rovers. They actually named the new stadium, the Sweetman Arena. They named it after me. That's what I'm talking about. That's that's what football manager offers you, man. It gives you an opportunity to create a legacy from nothing. That's really, I like those. It's all cool going there and being an Arsenal manager and doing all that. But I like doing the, uh, you know, getting the smaller clubs and creating them and making them and leaving a stamp on them for yourself. I like all that sort of stuff. Yes, but yeah. With that was when they did the patch, they forgot to take Manchester out of the Huntingdon District Cup and the Cambridge Cup so that when I'm in the Premier League and going for that lot, I'm still playing three cup games a week, every single week, week after week, season after season. Sometimes I'll be playing 70 games a season because they forgot to just go, well, once you get into the league, you don't play in the Huntingdonshire Cup anymore. But I must have won that thing about 15 years in a row. Um, Crimson Pirate has put, I don't know what that is. Um, nope, no idea. And Goon says, to be frank, my 2012 is on Arsenal as well, was given to me by the club. My Rudy the says, no, manager. they won't punish City. City will find a way out. That That is very true. Yes, they will. Uh, Craig says, Danny, you're getting Diablo 4. I don't like any of those horror, scary kind of games like that they get they get on I've, I've been playing i'm i'm 36 craig so i've been playing diablo since i was uh since diablo one when it first came out i had it on floppy disk and i remember burning a copy and taking it uh to my dad's office 
uh, of when I was 14, when I was on work experience for two weeks and played Diablo one, uh, whilst sorting out the mail, uh, fucking in my dad's office for, so I'm, I've, I've played, uh, both betas of the Diablo four. Um, and I'm going to be playing the beta on the 12th and I'm going to be playing it on the 2nd of June, um, four days early. Cause, uh, yeah. I, oh, okay. You 49 love Diablo. Yeah. I've, I've been playing Diablo. Uh, I've played every single Diablo many, many for like thousand plus each, you know, I love Diablo. So I'll be all over that when it comes out. Can't wait. It's a no from me, Bob. Um, Crimson Pirate says, should we have played white at centre back? No, we should have done my tactic. <laughs> there we go. We know what the tactic was. And uh, Barry says, do we stick with holding? Do we have any other options at the moment? We stick, we go with my tactic. <laughs> hmm. We go with my tactic. I, I, I say we stick with holding, but we need to offer him some more support. <clears throat> and we, because all the pressure is on Gabrielle and uh, on the pressure on party because those are the two players that have to kind of fill in when holding is out of position and it seems to happen quite a lot. So, and it's not a surprise that uh, Gabriel had a bad game today and party's had a bad game the last few games. So, I just realised, I looked at our Twitch stream and found out that thing that Crimson Pirate put up is like a roulette wheel saying, unlucky! But when... Uh, oh yeah, YouTube, I've seen it, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. You know, when it was on YouTube, you, you couldn't really see it. So there you go, he's um, fireworks for everybody. Boy10 says, we can't offer holding more support, he has to become more as a player. He's only 27. He's been at the club for 25 seasons as a as a player, and he's only 27. How... How is that? He's not only has he had his hair done, he's had his V5, not his V5, that's for cars, isn't it? Maybe he's had his V5 altered. He's had his birth certificate diddle. 27? The man's got to be at least 35 if he's a day, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, yeah, his hair's, I think his Alice band's not helping him. Um, but boy, Tendio, I understand what you're saying. We can't be offering, holding him any more support. Uh, I, you know, I'm not against the idea of bringing in Kivior to see maybe if we can get some minutes out of him and see if we can get something going with him. The only reason I'm saying we, we're going to have to stick with holding for now. And if we have to try and build the defence around him a little bit so we're not as left out in the open until the end of the season, then we might have to bite the bullet and so be it in that situation. Um, but, you know, you know, I've been saying all season, holding is not our level of player anymore. We must move on. And I feel like that's probably going to happen in the, in the summer as well as Kieran Tierney. Unfortunately... Sadly true. Right, I think that's it. Oh, hold on. We've got a couple of latecomers. Uh, Rick says, Haaland evolving, dropping in deep with De Bruyne now and mixing up his game. Those two destroyed us. Hats off. We had no chance. Fair assessment? Yep. And Craig says, Holding has been living the dream from Bolton to Arsenal. But he needs to go next season like Chambers. And Chambers hasn't really done much at Villa, has he? Which is a uh, nope. leg and he's back there with Emery. So that's never going to work. Ooh, nope. uh, high five for Emery. Because uh, what you have done there, Aston Villa, is truly... He's doing very, very well. Yeah, Villa are playing brilliant football at the moment. Yes. Boy 10, we had Ben White party. Gabriel idling try, next to holding, trying to keep him safe against Haaland. We ended up being punished by De Bruyne. There exactly. we go. Right. Do you want to close the show out? Yeah, an hour and a half. I'll tell you what, Danny, I didn't yeah. think we'd be doing this podcast for an hour and a half plus. I thought 20 minutes at a push. <laughs> I thought so too. 
<laughs> I thought so too, but I'm. I just want to say thanks to everybody yep. um, that have jumped into this live stream, whether you're on Twitter, Twitch, or YouTube, or all of the four or three, or whatever it numbers. Quick maths. It's late, guys. It's late. So thanks to all everybody that was uh, that have been involved in today's podcast. You're all freaking awesome. Um, you know, discussing and having conversations about a game like this in the circumstances that it is in. Um, it's difficult, but you're all awesome for being here and participating with it and making it a positive experience. We're having a fun chat. We're engaging. We're having a laugh, and we're kind of we're kind of help all helping each other move forward to uh, to look on to the game on the second against Chelsea. So thanks to everybody. You're all freaking awesome, Danny. Where can we find you on the world of Twitter? At the underscore GFP, I don't really t- post tweet much. I did today because I had nothing else to do while the football was on. Um, so yeah, that's where you can go. And uh, two hundred? No, what? How many? How many have I done? Uh, I have deleted plus, a lot. Plus. You've I, recently, deleted, have you recently done it again? Uh, yeah, I've deleted one hundred twenty-one thousand five hundred fifty-six tweets, and I've been on there since nineteen oh two. So there you go. I have to delete them. Just good to delete it all because then no one can use it against you. And I paid to delete them as well. I paid once, and you can use it over and over. But yeah, oh, in okay. this day and age, you can never be too careful. Just uh, start wiping your bum. You've got to make sure you do it properly. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! Um, um, so yeah, if you if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's uh, at Deacon Justified. I wouldn't recommend it um, for your own well being. Um, but uh, yeah, if you if you if you're a glutton for punishment then do that. But yeah, I'm blown away with the engagement that we've had today. You're all freaking awesome. If you're on Twitter, make sure you hit us with a follow. Um, if you are on Twitch, hit us with a, with a, with a follow as well. And if you have a prime, chuck it on. And if you're on YouTube, hit us up with a like guys. If you're listening to this post pod, thank you for listening. Um, you're all awesome. Uh, and make sure you share this about, let's try and get a more positive vibe going on when it comes to post-match situations uh, when the Arsenal don't do as well as everybody would have hoped. We all kind of knew where this was going, but let's try and keep positive regardless. Anyway, yep. we move and we move with purpose. Let's try and be positive for the game that's coming up against Chelsea, a, a team that are fighting relegation. Let's enjoy ourselves. Let's enjoy the rest of the season. City have, uh, City have got a lot of games more than us. So let's just try and enjoy the experience and then push on through the summer and go on to the next season. And what a couple of seasons we've got coming up, up for us uh, as Arsenal fans. So anyway, I digress. Danny, it's been a pleasure, sir. Yeah, thank you very much for doing the hard work. When I just press buttons, it's much easier for me. No problems. No problems at all. I, I, I guess we will we will end it here, but you're all awesome. Guys, remember, keep up the arsehole. Let's do this. Come on. Come on, positive mental attitude. Let's do this. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Get down, dog. Splendid business. He nearly caught the bloody thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> So I've just eaten a full quiche. Well, you don't often see them at it. So when you see them in the supermarket, they need to be swagged, microwaved immediately and get the brown sauce on one. Bosh, Bob's your uncle. Never in doubt. It's stuck on close.